Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. So it's 1996, and my divorce has just become final. Woohoo! <laughs> and I want to celebrate this. I want to celebrate it in a big way. It's not so much that I want to celebrate the ending of the marriage, as much as I want to celebrate coming into my ownness. Yeah. So what I really need is a big trip. No, what I really need is a big trip. <laughs> so big. <laughs> so I find this trip put on by the Nature Conservancy to go to Italy for two weeks and hike the Italian version of the Appalachian Trail. And I'm totally in. Okay. And for $800, this is how long ago that was, for $800, paid for, my, paid for my airfare from London to Italy, two weeks in a hotel, and most of the meals. Fine. So I sold my wedding ring, and I sold my engagement ring. <laughs> and I've got that taken care of. And then I have enough air miles to get myself to London, so I've got that taken care of. And then I realize I'm going to be in London, and I'm going to be in Italy. And what are the two things in London and Italy? Theater and shopping. And I'm going to need more money. So I'm trying to figure out how am I going to get this money because I'm going to need about $2,000 because theater doesn't come cheap and neither does leather. Uh, <laughs> neither do shoes. Uh, so I'm thinking, how am I going to get this money? And then I thought to myself, I thought, I could sell my body. <laughs> Not in the way a lot of you might be thinking from the woo-hoos I hear. Although I will say I did major in human services, which always sounded like something prostitutes would major in. <laughs> but I lived in Washington, D.C., and I realized I could sell my body to science because the Walter Reed Hospital was always looking for human guinea pigs for their medical studies. And I am so willing to be a small furry animal. <laughs> so I go and I look through the studies that they have going on. And I find one where the participants can earn $2,000. Amazingly, the amount of money I'm looking for. So I look into that. And I find out it's a malaria study. So they're studying a malaria vaccine. And the people who are accepted into the study, 50% of them will get the malaria vaccine. And the other half will get a placebo. And we won't know who's getting what. And I'm looking at this, and I'm reading through all the paperwork and stuff, and I realize that there is a 50% chance I will end up with malaria from this thing. But there is a 100% chance I will end up with $2,000. <laughs> Sold. So I sign up, and I get into the study, and I start going through the process. And it's very regimented on Mondays. You go in and you get your shot. <laughs> and then on Thursday, I come back and I talk with a nurse. And I see the same nurse every week. And, she's tell and we go through this same questionnaire every week. Do you have any headaches, nausea, vomiting, fever, chills? 
And every week I tell her the same thing. No, 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 no. We go through this for like four weeks. We banter and stuff, but mostly it's same old questionnaire. Fifth week I go in. Do you have any headaches, nausea, vomiting, fever, or chills? I said, no, 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 no. And then she asked me a question I haven't heard before. Do you ballroom dance? <laughs> and I say to her, the first smart-ass answer that comes into my mind, I say, why, yes, and I couldn't before these shots. That's amazing. <laughs> And she looks at me seriously, and I know she's serious because she says to me, I'm being serious. <laughs> do you ballroom dance? All right, no, I don't. Why do you ask? And she tells me that there's a doctor in the group, in the study group, um, who wants to take these ballroom dance lessons. But he needs a partner because for this class, they only accept people who have partners with them in the, cl in the class. So she looks at me again and she says, would you like to do this? Would I? Would I like to ballroom dance and have everything paid for by Dr. Dance? Um, only with the white hot passion of a thousand burning suns. <laughs> Ever since, since I was a child, I wanted to dance. It's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to, you know, in junior high school, all the other little girls had crushes on like Bobby Sherman and David Cassidy. And I had a crush on Fred Astaire, older man. And I begged and begged and begged my parents to get me dance lessons and so finally they did. And I went to dance lessons and I practiced every week and I was, shuffling off to Buffalo, and I was doing everything I'm supposed to, and I'm having a great time. And finally, the recital comes, and my parents come to see the recital. And after the recital, I'm up there, and I'm like going up to them, because I'm so proud, because we've done this. And they look at me, and they say that they're not going to give me dance lessons anymore. And I ask, why not? And they said, because you look funny when you dance. And so I didn't, until now. <laughs> so the schedule changes. And on Monday, it's shot day. And on Thursday, it's still talk with the nurse day. But Wednesday, Wednesday is merengue, is cha-cha, is mambo, is two-step, is foxtrot. It's waltz. Oh. And I fall in love with dancing all over again because there's music and there's movement and it is just a magical feeling. And I, I realize that I, I'm never so happy as when I'm dancing. And I feel like I am my most authentic self because I can, I can smile and I can laugh and I can flirt and I can feel sexy and it is just so wonderful that I just wanna keep this going forever, but six weeks of lessons and that was the end of it. Um, it was also time to get malaria. 
Now, let me tell you something. The worst part about getting malaria is actually getting the malaria in this particular case. Because it's a medical study, so they have medical mosquitoes with a certain strain of malaria. And we have to sit in a room, all 20 of us involved in this study, we have to sit in a room where these mosquitoes are flying around. And you have to get five bites in order to get out of the room. And you are not allowed to swat a mosquito. As if all that isn't bad enough, what's playing on the movie screen while we're in there trying to get malaria is Waterworld. But I got my five bites, and I'm on my way to quarantine. And quarantine is not so bad. They put us up in a hotel. We can come and go as we please. It's just that we're right there with where a doctor is, so that if anything does happen, like you get malaria, um, they can treat you right away, because malaria is amazingly treatable if you're in a country like this one. So I'm out one afternoon at a waltz. And at that time, I was dancing. Dr. Dance was long out of the picture by that time. And I was going to a place called the, the Spanish Ballroom at Glen Echo Park in Washington, D.C. area. Um, and it's, it's this old, big, beautiful ballroom, like this, but maybe six times bigger. Tommy Dorsey used to play there. Glenn Miller used to play there. And I got to dance there. Up to four times a week, I would be there dancing. So I'm there at this afternoon tea waltz. And at the end of it all, I realize that I have headache, and nausea, and vomiting, and a little fever, and maybe some chills, and I have malaria. So I go back to the hotel, and I call the doctor, and they give me some pills, and they send me on my way with a check for $2,000. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Eventually, I take the trip to Italy, I come back, it was lovely, it was wonderful, but what did I miss? I missed dancing, so I went dancing again, and I kept dancing. I'm sure all of my friends at that point thought, oh, well, you know, malaria dancing, she'll get over it both. But no, <laughs> I didn't. So I was dancing at the Spanish ballroom, and there was an advanced waltz class before that evening's dance. And I was there after the class and talking with some of my friends, and... Uh, I feel this tap on my shoulder. And I turn around, and it's this gentleman who I've never seen before. He wasn't in the class, you know, maybe just hanging around at the ballroom. And I said, can I help you? And he said, I just wanted to tell you that I've, I've been watching you this evening, and you look so beautiful when you dance. He said, you're just lovely. And I had to say that. And I was stunned, because at that point I was 37 years old, and no one had ever told me I was beautiful before. <laughs> and I wanted to, you know, just turn around and hug him or dance with him or something, and he was gone. He was gone like smoke. He was just completely vanished. <laughs> and I... I'm turning around, and he's nowhere to be seen, and I didn't see him all that night. But while he was gone, his words stayed with me. They rained down on me like little stars all night long. And I danced, and I danced, and I danced. I, I 
I swung and I dipped and I dived and I skipped and I was twirling and twirling all night long. I danced like there was no tomorrow. Because at that point, I didn't care if there was a tomorrow. Because that night was beautiful. And so was I.